big corporate big corporate guy look though in that picture big linkedin profile energy in that picture yeah that's not that's not horrible but you notice i couldn't really get the 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 beard is kind of a new thing for me that's uh it started growing very late in life i wish man yeah you're good you actually sound really good you just not have beard to grow uh brad I, it's body uh, right in right in here you'll see some big blanks right in here you'll see some big blanks and then it it could fill out in the jowls but you'll notice like in here i don't have the the mask so you would be more of like grow. a low like a really low so almost trying to be this, a line trying to be a line beard the chin, the chin strap full goatee pretty nice mustache because i'll tell you this right here where you're complaining about not having I hate it's having the it. most annoying. Yeah, you don't. This you is the you most... don't want. You don't want to have it. You you're lucky not hate... to have that. I don't have that, and most I don't times... like the soul. I don't like the soul either at all. It's, yeah, but it, you need to have I the shave... soul patch to look good. Most times when I shave, I immediately start here because this thing with about three days growth, I get all of this red irritation. And oh yeah, me up. You and... got to power through it because actually, kind of the patchy beard is in right now. The, the patchy no, beard is kind of trendy. And, you know, give up and... I don't think yours is that bad, resignation. Jason. Hey, am I loud enough Your for you Your beard is great. I would not call that... I've seen much more patchy situations no, going on. I mean, it's light yeah, on I would the not sides, call that but it's, patchy. Con- it's consistent. I keep it real light on the sides. I actually keep it trimmed like this. If I let it yeah. go, it gets bushy. I don't get, like, thick. I get bushy beard. It gets not, wild. Uh, yeah, I've got... Dude, I've got... Let me see if I can find this picture, because... Hey, hey how's, how's guys, my how's guys, my volume? Am I okay? You sound great. Yeah. Okay, good. You uh, you guys are Zoom professionals. What's your display like? Uh, I've I just got like, a three of you, the three of us, just two you don't people do on speaker, top. Speaker, you do gallery. I do gallery because yeah, I, I like to watch your. I like it to feel like we're together, and so I can see whoever's not speaking as well as who's speaking. Plus, if I'm talking, okay. I'd rather see y'all. I don't want to see myself. I don't mind having myself up there the whole time. But obviously, I'm looking at y'all 98% of the time. So, well, the so the show is going to be different this time because I've never done gallery view. Ooh, interesting. And now I'm going to really? give it a sh- yeah. How have you I done really, this? I, for I never really messed that. it. Oh, okay. I just you kept should... it on the default. Like, yeah. Whoever's talking is on the screen. Well, that's one way to go about it. That's the so, wrong way, but it is one way to do it. For sure. I've got a better a better I, situation I, I, today. I've got my we we got done moving out of our office so i have my work monitor and my work webcam you have a real monitor because i was going to say you look pretty clean today yeah um i mean it's my monitor i bought it to use at work but um but we're moving offices so i brought it home and i think i'm gonna just leave it here uh so yeah i'm in a lot more clean little setup i got my little stand to keep my phone charged i got my little airpod charging cradle I got my Echo Dot to play the ticket. I got a little stand for the for the laptop to sit vertically so it doesn't take up space. Hey, did you did you know on your Echo Dot you can say, "Hey Alexa, play Human Dads." Oh, really? Is that right? Yeah. Did yeah. you set that up? I did. Oh yeah. Why have you told anybody? Yeah, you needed. You I need posted to tell it forever ago on the line, guys. Mm. You need to, mm. to tell it's a dubious people. claim. I think you have to tell it. I think you have to tell it, hey, Alexa, play the Human Dads podcast. Okay. Well, still, it's good enough. That's pretty impressive. 
I mean, it also depends on what link the uh, apps you have linked on there because I think it'll pull up on Spotify or Pandora. Gotcha. I'm not sure how else it pops up. Or do up. you have to add a skill or something, or do you just? I I don't remember ever doing anything. I just remember asking it to play once I loaded it in more places, and she found it. I think, like I said, it was Spotify or Pandora. But I don't know. Maybe Amazon has some sort of podcast uh, library now too. I've never posted anything to anything that calls itself Amazon. But when I post it to the website, it's supposed to go to like all yeah. the big places. It, yeah, it sends it out. I remember doing that back in the day. There weren't as many places back then, though. So, yeah. Everybody Podcasts. ready? We haven't really even talked about what we're going to get into today. I suppose we could kind of try to cover what we mentioned at the end of the show last week, although I don't feel as connected to it as I did what was as it? we were talking about it. We, well, once we, we teased start, it. we'll get into it. We teased it, but what, dropping I don't off remember. a kid, and then uh, Jason, what'd you have? Uh, football practice. Oh yeah. See. Oh see yeah, the the, uh, the language. You see the beard going there? It's a little thicker there. You see how it kind of gets mm -hmm. poofy? Yeah, it just I poofs. Mean, it pretty similar. Poofs up. Now oh, he's got thicker. more of the under poof. Just, I was gonna yeah, say the undercarriage is more developed. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're going for. I think what you've got right now is a fine product. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I. I I would be very proud to wear that every day. So thanks guys. Uh, my dad has had a beard for as long as I can remember seeing him. So every, uh, like image I, when I think of my dad or any, any memories of my dad, although my dad's alive, that sounds like he's not here with us anymore, but that's not a brag. That sounded like a brag. I apologize. He, but he is alive. He, <laughs> uh, weird couple of swerves off out of the lane there back he in is the a, he has a full beard. He's always had a full beard. Really he, hairy did, guy. Did he ever shave it for any one-off reason and shock no. you? No. See, I, I shaved. I, I shaved mine in for a Halloween costume probably three or four years ago now, and the kids were just like, "Oh, they thought it was hilarious. They had never seen my clean, clean shaven face." Welcome into Human Dads, where we're talking about the same thing that we always talk about, guys and ladies. Facial you know, hair. We have a few ladies that. Listen, facial hair in, in our, our faces, because that's basically all we do is look at each other's faces when we talk. Mm -hmm. well, so We mm -hmm. have some nice faces. Mm -hmm. Good work uh, on all those faces. I, did, I don't guys. know if you guys saw the one tweet uh, when we had Bob on that uh, a, a gentleman who I believe was black, you never know on the internet, but I, <laughs> I believe he's black, and he sarcastically quote tweeted, our TikTok screenshot and said all black people look the same and it was three bald four guys of us, yeah or the four three yeah, bald four. guys and and one on the way with yeah. all having some form of one facial hair what do you i'm sorry jace i i'm not <laughs> trying to we've talked about how this is a sensitive issue for men and i think it looks kind of i think my actually can you put this on TikTok? because right now i feel like I've got a good thing going on. I look pretty smooth. I, right I, now. You've got more hair than I've got. I'm just going to say, though, we were looking at your 2003 corporate work picture uh, prior to recording here, and uh, it looked as though you had a distinct amount. Uh, see? Oh, no. You shamed him off the video. No, he's showing us his, his yeah. old uh, hairline. And there's a little bit more. It's not that much oh, more, though. Oh, it didn't though. show I mean, up for me. 
It didn't show up for me. That's weird. Can you not see it? Oh, I need to click show non-video participants. It's not that much different, actually, dude. It's not. I feel like I'm I'm maintaining at this point. Look at that. Well, I would say you, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Great. Kudos to you. Glad you still have hair. I can't say the same for myself. Yeah. So can I tell you guys man. something that uh, when that I was table. a kid growing up? I, so as I'm, I have a teenager. I'll have a teenager as of next Saturday. Uh, turns thirteen. We, we share a birthday. So shout out to me and my son for our birthday. Uh, I, I'm so this is so so weird and so stupid, but I'm gonna say it anyway because we're all friends here and we're talking like dads. I have to tell you how relieved I am that my my son has a significant amount of leg hair. <laughs> did, did you yeah? Did, did you not and then get made fun of for it or vice versa? Uh, still don't. No, I I did. I'm not a hairy guy. I don't have much arm hair. I don't have much in the way of of leg hair. I'm, I'm pretty not hairy, and I got. I wouldn't say made fun of playing sports growing up where you're exposed to each other quite a bit. Uh, people would say, what do you shave your legs? Do you shave your arms? And I'm like, no, dude, why would I shave my legs? Why would I do that? You know, in general, it's just a really bad idea for kids in that age range to just be around each other that much. Dude. Cause they're all just yeah. going to find every little thing and nitpick it and pick it apart or find things to make fun of people for. I mean, I guess it's all a learning experience for everybody involved, but uh, I mean, it, honestly, it's never, it's never the most fun time. It's a lot like prison. Yeah. The junior high school I, is a lot yeah, like prison. I'm with you on that. You, yeah. You I'd walk into seventh and eighth grade for sure. Yeah. It's that first exposure to kind of other kids from other schools. So you grew up with the same kids and you went to school together for whatever, five or six years. And so everybody kind of knew each other. Everything's real cool and copacetic and everyone's like anti-bullying. And then you get to seventh grade and all of a sudden you have like these other kids from other schools and everyone's now trying to assert click dominance. Up, yeah. You got to click fortify up your squad. No question. And, and if you show any weakness early on, you got to start networking you, in different spots trying to tell my kid about this and he's he's a personable kid but he's sensitive man and you ever roll up and sit at the wrong lunch table just not knowing what the scene was yet i worry about all this shit like i think about this all the time seat. There, there, nothing six weeks later you get back on them and you're pressing people for their seat now you're it's threatening the people's goes. moms it's the way it goes and Principals i worry. coming to your school coming to your house after school talking to your mom saying, hey, he's a good kid, but I feel like he's gotten into the wrong place. And she's like, I'm a skinny, blonde-headed woman just kind of trying to make it in the inner city here, and I'm a single this mom. Is, Are you telling us about a movie that I didn't is see? The blind, is this the blind side? <laughs> I feel like this is a reference to a movie that I didn't see. Hey, guys, don't let me forget. No, he's, been he's based a Michelle on Gangster's Pfeiffer. Paradise. Yeah, he's yeah. doing a Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> reference. There. I know she was the teacher and whatnot. Oh, I damn sure didn't see whatever. It, what was oh, that no called? Way. Dangerous Minds? You didn't Minds? see that? Why Dangerous would I Minds, have seen yeah. Dangerous Minds? Dangerous Minds. You didn't see Dangerous Minds? No. I saw the Coolio video where Michelle Pfeiffer walks up and takes the chair. And he's yeah. he's he's rapping and she sits down and she's like... Tell me about yeah. it, Coolio. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. And I knew at yeah. that point. Leather jacket. At that point, yes, she's wearing for a leather sure. jacket, which uh, uh, is code for she's tough. Uh, and I knew at that point 
that I did not need to see the movie. I was 15, but I had good taste even back then. Uh, don't let me forget. I know we have things we've teased, so I'm not saying we have say to do this before those things. We're going to let you forget. Chicken but minute. I I do have a chicken minute this week. Okay. So why don't we start? Don't why don't forget. we start with? Why don't we start with chicken minute? Why can't we start? Hit with the intro. Minute? We can do that if you want. Human dance. 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 Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Human dance. Get up off your ass. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Podcast. Human dance. Get up off your ass. Oh your mom. 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 Get up off your ass for the Human Dance Podcast. So now that we brought you in from the intro, Human Dads, Brad, Ryland, Jason, like to swing it on over to our chicken correspondent for this week's Chicken Minute. Hit the Chicken Minute intro. thought you already did no we hit the show intro no i thought we already did that too no i'm doing this thing now where i pile a bunch of music on the front end right on right all on top of each other so people get really frustrated hit the brat intro hey <laughs> yeah oh yeah now you definitely gotta do that so that's confusing though if we hit the brat intro and then segue into the chicken minute in this, the dallas this... observer yesterday okay they ran a story which was a it's a fine rag. Uh, of the show reporting on something that the Dallas Business Journal had reported last week about a new uh, a new chicken project project Pollo fried oh. ve- a fried vegan chicken sandwich restaurant slated to open a new spot along Greenville Avenue soon. This place is uh, vegan, obviously it's plant based proteins. Uh, based out of San Antonio, started as a food truck in 2020. Um, Can I ask you a question just real quick yeah, before you sure. get going? Real quick. I, I'm sure they, they just like a little mom and pop. They just want to like, you know, be a neighborhood spot and just want to kind of take it easy, right? And they, they just... Well, that's that's why I brought this to Human Dads for this week's Chicken Minute, actually, Brad. is Okay. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and talk about the idea of vegan chicken. I mean, that's Everyone's already had that conversation, so I'm not going to bring it to our audience. They're an experienced online group of people, so we're not going to belabor that point. We're instead going to talk about the comments in the story from founder Lucas Bradbury, who told the San Antonio Current earlier this year that his Perfectly goal was sane person that his goal is to have 20 to 25 locations throughout Texas by 2022. That's very ambitious. That's uh, 
that's if that was earlier this year, that's still, you know, 18 to 20 ish months away. Probably it's probably been done before, but that's an ambitious, that's a hell of a stretch goal for, for, you know some, for, for a young I entrepreneur. Hope, uh, hope we know some zoning and uh, code. People. Right. We know the challenges. I mean, I obviously know, you know, know people that are doing this exact thing and uh, they're at four. I've sat in know. enough of these offices to know the, the game, but you never know what someone's growth model is you know they may yeah. be they may be growing before they're profitable and have a plan to you know fund that or whatever so you know, my point is 20 to 25 locations by the end of next year is very 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 hard but you got to admire an, an uh, ambitious entrepreneur for putting that stretch goal out there right mm-hmm. but he doesn't stop there 100 locations mm-hmm. by 2025 okay so that's averaging another 25 locations a year after that so he's basically saying Here's my stretch goal. Here's what I'm going to do. And if I do it, I can keep doing it for three more years. I'm on again, board. We got a job creator here. Again, this here we go. We got this guy. He's bringing a new concept. You know, yeah. vegan stuff that's in general it. is probably is definitely a growth market. Uh, there's a there's a there's an opening there. To let's go see how big it can get. Will it will sure. it will it stop and level out at a certain point? Is there you know will demand for it grow as people become familiar with it? They talk Good a little bit him. about the food in the story. And, you know, it kind of sounds like uh, there's some good stuff there, even though I'm not going to eat plant-based protein because I just like plant-based plants. Um, but still, okay, well, look at, listen to this entrepreneur out here slanging his A lot thing. of population okay. coming into the area yeah. over the next five to ten years. Okay. Yeah. Californians. Yeah. But like wait. Californians moving here. Okay. Our man Lucas doesn't stop there, guys. Our Lucas. man Lucas says again. His big end goal or project in quotes is to put Chick-fil-A out of business by 2030. Okay. Okay. God damn it. Now, you know what? Why do business people, entrepreneurs specifically say shit like this? Just don't. You were already, you were already being, we'll talk about it. Admirably moonshotting your project here with your really aggressive four year growth plan really five-year growth plan. That's great. But why, why say that? And why reward people who say that by printing it and then printing it in another place, citing the first place that printed it, although they didn't print it, published it, whatever. You know what I mean? Print, it's a euphemism. I'm just tired of carnival barker business guy. Everybody wants to be Elon Musk. And we don't need another Elon Musk. We need less of those guys. We need less guys that sell shitty steaks and one day become president. That's, it's all the same shit to me. It's the same personality. It's the same, I'm going to say some crazy stuff, and I'm wearing a T-shirt that says entrepreneur on it, so people are going to have to believe me. So I'm sorry, Lucas. I can't say I won't try your, uh, your wares, but I'm really disappointed. And uh, the Chicken Minute does not approve of this corporate branding attention Jason, marketing strategy uh we gotta tip our hat to Ryland here bang up chicken minute but i think we would be remiss if jason didn't bottom line this so oh before you do have can, a before you do a can network i work event <laughs> sorry i scrolled down on the story there's one more note this that collab, I want, this is a collab right here one more note that i wanted to hit and then jason can bottom line it for us you know again not to belabor but you know these a lot of these plant-based meat products, especially the ones that I'm sure are going to get the fast food treatment, are sodium bombs. Okay, 
Not that I'm against sodium no, bombs. I mean, not, look at me. Who's the guy? Again. Who's the guy yeah. that likes salt, right? Who's but, the it, guy? but that's but that's what it is, right? It's it's very sodium heavy. Uh, Real quick, not, can I say I would I would approve of any oversalting of plant based protein. But but it's already salted to make it taste like something other than okay. the mush that it was formed out of. As uh, somebody who which is again why enjoyed... I personally support just eating plants. I like plants of all kinds. As somebody but, who's enjoyed multiple incredible burgers, and I have, I've enjoyed them. You salted them hard, right? They they could use some salt. Mm, that's too bad to hear. They're also, and I want to give a hat tip to uh, longtime loyal listener Adam Reyna for turning me on to this. No, don't hat tip him. All, yeah, all he's going to do is shit on me the second this podcast tip. is over. Yeah, yeah. no, he'll he's say gonna we talk did it about wrong. all the stupid stuff I've done. He's going to make fun of me. Don't hat tip him at all. They are also going <laughs> keep to, your hat on. They're also going to offer oatly based, oatly okay. oat milk based soft serve shakes topped with oat milk whipped cream. So basically, if you want a shitload of salt and a shitload of sugar, go to the vegan place. Bottom line it for yeah, me, I, I Jason. Do. All right, listen. Can I ask you real quick? You get a you get a yoga mat as soon as you walk in this bitch. Okay. What's what's going on with all that sugar, man? I think the yoga people have done. Uh, they're they're hip to that. They're woke to oatly. They ain't gonna they're gonna turn around and walk out. There's nothing wrong with oat milk. Turns out oat milk is just like sugar water, bro. Like this is what Adam yeah, made me discover. So that's we're on to we're on to soy milk now. I do. I can do dairy, but you know. All right, let me bottom line this for it, you. It, it kind of makes it makes Courtney fart a lot, so she gave it up about six. What is wrong ago. with you? Why would you do what that? What is wrong with Why you? Would you do that? Because do y'all want me? Do that? We don't have time for me to go into the philosophy that I had with my buddies in eighth grade about the utopia of the free farting flashes. society. You guys have never heard the philosophy behind the free farting society that my <laughs> me and my friends Brian and John hatched on a bus to go into a football game that in was eighth cl- grade that was close to i got a buddy that was real are, close yeah. we can almost yeah. count that was i like, got buddies uh, i got buddies who found themselves like smart the enough lay of i got a buddy it is it, it, i got buddies that along with me were wise enough at the ripe age of 13 and 14 to sit on a bus on the way to a football game and say there should be a free farting society where it's okay to fart because everyone does it and that's the synopsis of the free farting society. Before the Jason, show starts, you. before the show starts every week, Jason and I run a parlay. We each get three names. I say Brian, John, and Michael, and 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 Jason says something like Randy, Ted, and Nick, and we we run a parlay to see who's gonna hit. I, I got, got a lot of Brian's there. I got a yeah. lot of a lot of Brian's, a lot of Justins. Uh, Jason, I, I know you got some chicken opinions. Please. Well, I'm, look, I'll, I'll, the bottom line is all about efficiency and uh and speed so let me just bottom line this for you uh it's gonna fail miserably no one wants vegan chicken no one wants vegan anything they won't open more than two stores and they'll go out of business and we'll never hear from them again and rightly so it's garbage stop eating it uh stop eating impossible burgers it's ridiculous it's 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 stupid. Stop doing it. Eat meat like like you were meant to eat. You were a, 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 a red blooded American person. You need to have red meat in your diet. You need that to get angry and to like build up, um, you know, build up your strength and just eat the meat. It's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, cholesterol. <laughs> Build up your cholesterol. Eat the meat. Stop with the impossible stuff. I have had one, by the way. They're 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 not as bad as I would have expected it to be. But then I looked at the nutritional information. It's about the same as a burger. Yeah. So, no, the reality is that we can't grow all these damn cows for as many people as we're going to have in a short amount of time. So we, we got to start we, finding we, other ways. But but Brad, we can we can ease. That's their premise. About, I'm not saying. No, their premise isn't wrong. If you look at the math, their premise is correct. Their solution yeah. is wrong. Their solution is to take a bunch well, it's, of stuff. It's nascent. That, it's we're we're in the beginning. No, the Dude. solution is more chickens, more goats, more pigs. Yeah. That's the solution. Raise some more of those things. More Let's fish. More of them. More fish. Yeah. More shellfish. Like the solution is not the fish. The you solution. Know the problem with fish. Did y'all know that when you go to the grocery store, you got a one in three chance of getting something that's not what it actually is. I don't yeah, care as long weird. as it eats. Fish Which is weird. I mean, that's fine. I hate what, to, other, what? How would you accept that for anything else? I don't. Because I don't. I can't look at it and tell the difference anyway. You, I'm good with you know, chicken. I, I saw a, I saw a special on this. It's actually not just fish; it's seafood in general. Like, yeah, they did they did a test on crab cakes or something, and like half yeah. the crab cakes weren't actually crab. Oh yeah, it was crab some of the is weird like, shit. It was uh, yeah. What's that stuff what's called? That the, giant uh, shrimp lobster. Thing. No, it's the the crab. Uh, they they make it. You talking about the fake crab? Well, that's the imitation crab. But they but they, they there's an He's actual animal. When, oh, like langoustine yeah, they, or whatever. They, langoustine. Those are more expensive. Langoustine. That's but what it is. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Look, if it tastes like I expect it to taste, and it costs what I expect it to uh, cost, dude, I'm happy. I've got so many other things to worry about. I yeah. don't care. I'm yeah. just gonna shove it down my gullet. Just, just call it fish. Go, oh, yeah. Just call it fish. <laughs> I'm fine that's, with uh, color fish. That's that today's fish. bottom line. Because. Uh, Bravo, you guys knocked the chicken minute right out of the park, and then Jason bottom-lined it. I want to know, I I see, I think it's uh, Chick-fil-A is an easy target to be like, we're going to put them out of business. But what's going to happen to KFC, Churches, Golden Chick, Chicken Express, Canes, Lanes? uh, If Chick-fil-A is going down, then they're all going down. All those all those places died, right? I mean, if you're gonna slay the giant that averages over five million dollars a year revenue per unit, which is higher than any other franchise in America, then why wouldn't you slay everybody else? Why wouldn't you step on all those other guys on your way to the top? Lucas is gonna get them all. He's gonna own all chicken. He's there's gonna be no chicken anywhere anymore. It's gonna all be replaced with uh, patties formed into pleasantly shaped faux chicken shapes, like dinosaurs and it's gonna stuff. be like that scene in demolition man where the only people eating never saw meat it. are down in the in the <laughs> stop the show what what about 12 year old rylan didn't think that demolition man was worth his time what about 12 year old rylan had the ability to go anywhere where demolition man was showing a video this is what i wanted to talk to bob about before you talked to him for an hour Without letting us talk. Oh, that's I had. Boy, it came out. It came out. I had. That's building up. That is a damn shot. I had sent a text. Anything. I was waiting. Maybe you were waiting. You were waiting for him to finish so that you could start to ask another question before he finished. You want you you want me you want in order for me to ask him a question. We're, we're going to interrupt this him. offline. I, you're telling me I'm I have. So, to I'm so uncomfortable. No, this is this is this is <laughs> we're right. going to take this do. offline. No, we're not. This is this is for now. I'm not going to interrupt the luminary 
so I can get my question in. But no, I had no access hey, to media like in that. In defense of me, you act like I talked all that much. It was the professionals no, no, who kept going. Of course, and that you want to do that. You want to let them do that. That's the benefit of having someone like that on. Well, a- Adam told me that I could barely get oh, a question no. out. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It's going off the rails. Hey, are we going to have a new guys. weekly? Let's we should have back. a new weekly or every other or whatever. And it's Adam told me, and it's just whatever he said to you. Um, just going to no, sorry. We're just going to mean. T- we're going to do a mean tweet segment where yeah. we just read Adam's bullshit. Sorry to read Adam's, you. Hold on, I'm sorry. Adam's stilted bullshit. I love Adam. Uh, I didn't mean to derail, but I couldn't let that one go. Such um, a good guy. No, I didn't have access to that. I mean, we had a movie theater, but it wasn't going to show Demolition Man. No, I'm saying you could have rented it. I didn't. I don't. I, I That's true. I could have rented the it. Theater. You know what, man? When you, I you don't remember, stuff. Jason, do you remember? You're a, a Taco Bell P1. Do you remember when Timolition Man like took over Taco Bell? Yes. Uh, by the way, I wouldn't call myself a Taco Bell P1. I didn't record. even have in access to a Taco Bell back then. A, I like to listen. There was a time when I was in college where I ate Taco Bell almost every meal because it was so uh okay. cost effective uh, so cost i'm not efficient. that far off i was no off but i like don't like years. i don't like uh you know I, I don't have taco bell merch around my house and i really probably only go about once every three or four months now no for the not record. now i'm talking about in your life i love there was it. a point in time where you were getting a double decker yeah, nacho yeah. cheesy gordita oh, like dude, a, a mexi meal like every day a mexican pizza yeah. every day mm-hmm. i'm still mexican pissed they got rid of the double decker Double Decker was a top a quality option. Mm-hmm. Taco Bell. Hey, 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 Jason, you want to tell us about football practice? I know we teased it coming out of last week's show. Yeah, look, I want to get your advice on what I should do here. Uh, well, okay, let me give you an update because the last time we talked, it was first practice. We had just done the first practice. So first, first of all, practice. clarify for me, what football team are you able to play on at age 40? Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me let me re, let me do some clarification here. This is for my 12 year old middle schooler. Uh, he is playing football for the first time. Has not watched football in the past. Has no understanding of football. Is not a sports kid. Not into it. Uh, but we kind of laid down the the law and said you either are in band or you do athletics. Like I need you doing something. And he decided to do both. So he's doing athletics and the way athletics work in middle school is there are the three main sports football followed by basketball, wait, football followed by track. I think, or no basketball, then track. And you can play all three. You can play one and then work out the rest of the time in the other one. So just to give you a little background, a little middle so, school soccer team too, right? There's yeah. a soccer team. It's not considered one of the big three. There's soccer, there's tennis, there's something else. I can't remember, but yeah, it's basketball, football, and, and track, basically. Real quick, one more question. Does sure. he go to a Richardson school or a Garland school? He goes to a Richardson school. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I just didn't uh, know over. You're right on the line, you know. Yeah, he, he goes to the same Richardson school that your children will probably same go one? to when they're It'll in middle go to, school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. So, um, so he goes to the first practice, and my son is a sensitive kid. I love him to death, man. It's one of his best qualities. He is a good person, uh, a sensitive that? kid. I don't know. Not certainly not for me. Um, nope. Nope. so he, he goes to the first practice and I tried to set him up and I tried to warn him. I played football in, in junior high and high school. So I tried to set him up for what he could expect with dealing with coaches and with the other players and kind of just the vibe. And I did, I don't think I set him up well enough because 
the minute people started yelling at him to like do stuff and coaches started getting a little more coachy, even though they're not nearly as bad as they were, as we've talked about on the show before, the second they did that, he shut down. He cut, he cried on the field. He, he's like, F it. I'm done. He called, called mom from the coach's office said, come pick me up. So first day was not a success as you can imagine. One of the things he told me as we were leaving outside of the yelling and, and feeling like he couldn't do it right and pressure and whatnot was he said, man, there were a lot of people saying the N word while we were practicing. And I did not like that. And I'm like, so who was saying the N word? And he didn't really want to say it first, but it, we, the, what we got to was, yeah, it's the black kids that are saying the N word. It's not a bunch of little white kids running around saying the N word. It's, it's, it's real black quick, kids. real quick. You ask the question, you're hoping there's an answer there, right? You're yeah, hoping, absolutely. You're hoping for one answer, right? You're hoping for, <laughs> holy shit. No, because if live? it's the other, if, if it's the other answer, then now was... you've got to hit deal with a, but you've got to take action. If it's the other kids, you now would have to deal with more shit. Correct. 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 So I was, well, it was very the right, hopeful. it was the right answer. It was the best answer. Yes. <laughs> it was the best answer. But, but how I responded to that was the tougher part because it's hard to explain to a kid who I've spent his whole childhood as he's growing up. Not, not that it comes up a lot, but we make sure that we talk about, um, you know, uh, racism and how, what that looks like and what things people can say to hurt other people based on the way they look. That is obviously a topic of discussion, that word. So he can't really, he couldn't really understand. We've never had the discussion about who's allowed to say it versus who's not allowed to say it something that we all pretty pretty well understand but he doesn't and he's never had the experience and he's never seen it in practice um so I, all i could do was just say yeah man listen i hear i understand and it's good to be uncomfortable with that word and you should never say it that's why you're uncomfortable with it but they're allowed to say it because that's a word that you know was created by bad racist people and they're sort of taking that word back and taking ownership back of that word and that's and again that's like a hard conversation to have that's like a very that's a high level discussion to have with a 12 year old but that's all i could do so i don't know if i handled it the wrong way or what what i should have said but that's where we landed now i will the update is the practice has gotten a lot better and he's starting to actually like it and things Good. are going well yeah love it so he's uh yeah, he's he. I picked him up the other day. He's like, man, I have never worked so hard in my life. They're outside in like ninety-five degree weather, and so I'm I'm really pumped about that. But I, I definitely have thought more about how I answer that question and what other things he's going to hear and see in middle school and in practice and stuff that I'm going to get questions about later. Right. Well. So had you ever had you what had your previous conversations about that word been like? Was it even an upfront conversation or was it just I mean, obviously, he's old enough that he's heard it said and knows it shouldn't be said. But did you ever have any like um, sort of more like cultural explanations about like uh, where you're going to hear it? I mean, does he listen to hip hop at all? I mean, I'm just wondering how old is he now? Yeah. He'll be 13 on 13. Saturday. Okay, yeah. So so conceivably, he could have been hearing it in songs and stuff at some point in, in his more recent 
past maybe, but maybe not. Yeah, and it hasn't really come up. It's always been a reactive conversation like, oh, I heard this kid say this or, or we would talk about a kid getting bullied and like how horrible that is. And they he would say, oh, somebody called him this word. I'd be like, dude, you cannot let that happen. You've got to say something. You know, it's really important that you stick up for people when you hear stuff. happen. But it was never like, a, hey, let's talk for a second about about the N-word, um, which maybe that would have helped and prepared him better for what he's going to see in regular life. But, uh, yeah, it never came up like that. Yeah, we're obviously younger, you know, six and nine. So uh, they've I know they've heard it in music, but I don't know that it has registered to them that it's a word that, it's a word that dad doesn't sing along to, but I don't even know if they've caught that. Um, so I can't even really, I can't even really relate anything, but I mean, I think I would have said basically the same thing you would have said. Honestly, I'm going to point them to, uh, to the track on Midnight Marauders. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, word was used back in the deep South, falling from the dome between the white man's mouth or whatever. I mean, Q-Tip did the work for us, so I'm just going to say, here True. you go. Here's this. You've been listening to this because of me since you were a toddler, so here you go. Yeah. Take, take lyrics and read them. This, is, this explains it. This is why it's okay for some people to say, and you should never say it because there's no reason. It doesn't mean anything for you except negative stuff about somebody else, so just that's it. And would it be an ideal world if nobody said it? Yeah, probably, but that's not it's already there, you know? So yeah. the yeah. words don't just disappear. They change. So at least, what? It, you know, that, by the way, that was the other part of the conversation was, Hey man, the coaches were cussing at us and stuff too. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's yeah. Look, you're <laughs> almost 13 look, cuss words. You have to understand that the power behind that stuff is when you use it and using it the right way. It's not the word itself. Like you have to know you're going to start cussing around your friends you got to know when you can use that stuff around whom, when it's appropriate. And when you're around the guys on the field with the coaches, you don't need to be offended by a cuss word. So you got to move past that. But the other actually one actually kind of a good lesson, honestly, the, Hey, yeah. here's, there are places where it's okay to say this stuff. And yeah, at your grandma's I, house is not it, but football practice eh, in limited quantities. It's okay. <laughs> I've never been I, uh, a big cuss word guy. So yeah, sorry. Me neither. Ahead, I think about my first coaching experience. I got a little lucky that I got kind of broken into like a, an aggressive coach in sixth grade going to play for like city league basketball. And the guy just happened to like to coach. He didn't have a kid on the team. He just was like one of these volunteer. He was a big burly guy, uh, weak beard. Like we were talking about. I don't know if that'll make the recording, but like a patchy beard and he would yell like nobody's business. And he didn't really cuss because he realized where he was at, but he did bring that same gruff kind of aggressiveness. So by the time I got to the seventh grade, I had kind of expected that. I think my middle school coaches were two of the worst coaches I experienced throughout my time playing sports at any level. Um, they were horrible. And it does, I think, take some kind of getting used to for when you very first encounter kind of the football coach setting. Uh, so I think I can understand how if you hit that entry point, the coaches are talking all aggressive. You don't really have your bearings because you've never played the sport. You don't know how the drills work. Right. There's a lot of exactly. up-tempo urgency going. 
and then you hear this other situation that you're not you know all that accustomed to and i sensitive or not i could see how it could be an overwhelming situation i remember yeah. seventh grade uh, starting practice and i could kind of throw the ball so they were like go be quarterback and quarterback in a seventh grade offense in 1992 was hand off or run the ball and get absolutely obliterated and I wasn't very big. I might have been kind of tall, but I was fairly rail thin. And so as soon as you're doing a drill, as soon as you're setting up an offense, running the option as a seventh grader, as the first or second quarterback, you're just getting plowed, just absolutely demolished into the ground. And it took a solid 48 hours of me just getting the crap beat out of me to say, I don't know if this is for me. I think the important thing that you have going is that, and I, before we talk about all the issues involved here, is that your son felt comfortable at least sharing some of the situation he was dealing with. And maybe he shared it all, maybe he didn't, but he shared enough to where you felt like you could kind of advise a remedy, if you will. I think it's cool going. that he adapted. So that, I think, well, but. I think it's major that he would talk to you because yeah. I didn't talk to my dad yeah. about a lot of this stuff. Granted, we had a different situation and parents were divorced. I didn't live with my dad, but I know I could have called him if I wanted to. But I didn't feel like telling anybody that I was getting my ass kicked and that I was afraid and didn't want to possibly do it, you know. And maybe had I said something, then my approach to it after getting some guidance would have been different. So I think it's cool that he he would talk to you. And I think priority number one has to be able to kind of maintain that framework so he continues to talk mm -hmm. to you um so great on that part the coach part i think you're absolutely right like there's just no way to swim in that water until you know you start going to the deep end like there's just no other you can't be prepared for that i don't i mean unless we're going to sit there and start drilling our kids in the backyard and yelling at them like crazy which i don't know how that plays like when your neighbors hear you <laughs> I, you can't you, you can't be exercise that, that situation. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, like dads, you can't, don't be that dad. You you can't you can't you cannot uh, make a facsimile of that situation that is going to create the same feelings within them because they're they're likely to hate you for it. You know what I'm saying? So you just kind of got to be there and say, yeah, you took on a lot of water today. Tomorrow, here's what I would try to do. And the next day, here's what I would try to do. And hopefully some confidence starts to build. And hopefully it slows down to where it's not so overwhelming. To the to the N-word, ton, uh, and we've talked about this a lot, ton of personal experience being the guy around while people are saying that word. And it, I don't know why, I don't know if it just happened so quick that it felt very natural to me to hear that word. If you don't have any frame of reference, you know what I'm saying? Like if you don't have some sort of understanding of kind of race relations and what's done, been done to, you know, that specific race in this country, I feel like that's just way too massive of a topic to be able to understand in like a couple of conversations. So I think the, the main thing you got to hammer home there is like, look, dude, there's some words that I can say to your mom. And there's some words that your mom's mom could say to your mom. There's some words that your dad's, uh, your grandpa can say to your mom. There are some words that you can never say to your mom. 
And I think people can start to understand it from like a personal experience that there are words you cannot say to people who you know in your immediate life. They have consequences. And now we start to build that circle out to where there are words you cannot say to women. You might hear women say words that you can't say to women, but there are words that you cannot say if you're not part of a particular group. Never mind the fact, like, how did we get here? Like, how is that a word? Right? Because, like, how's a 12-year-old going to be able to process the history right. and the transition from the original word to the word that exists today that's acceptable to say? Granted, the, the original still exists, and it's horrifying, and it should be, like Ryland said, repudiated. And like you said, you know, we need to, you need to stand up, and I know that's difficult to stand up to, but I think you have to just first draw that line to be like, look, there are words that other people can say that you cannot say. You'll never yeah. be able to say them. It's now, good... granted, there are some that are at the peak there, that are at the summit of words that can't be said, right? And that's that's the one, right? But it's also, the I reality think it... is situation, it just can't. You're not. You're just not a part of that group. So the idea that you're uncomfortable about it, okay, great, I get it. But it's not a word for you to sit there. It's not a word that is concerned with your comfort. Yeah. It's not for yeah. you. You can't say it. So you kind of just gotta find a way to get around with it. Yeah, I was gonna say different. It's a good. It's a good way to have the conversation that says different people have different experiences. Some of those are a cause of where they came from, how they grew up what uh, culture they're a part of race and ethnicity plays a part in that. And so you don't say that because of what it means for you. And it's different for that guy. And it doesn't make him better or worse than you. It's just different and it's okay. And let it go. And if he's your buddy and you're riding around in the car, let him sing along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, like just chill, dude. Like, I, you know, it's, I think it's a good, I think it's a good, one of the many examples of things are not the same for everyone you know yeah there's not and but ultimately like get okay with that quickly yeah like i don't i don't really care about your well why why can't i say it or why can they say it like i think getting caught up in kind of that the minutiae of that subject there the I only people clouds... who say why can they say it are the ones that want to say it yeah <laughs> No I'm just doubt. Hey, that one okay, down there. deal with that reality. You want to say it? Why? <laughs> yeah. You like you you really want to say it? Like why do you want to say it? What what are, what are you missing by not saying it? Right. And sit there and have that conversation and like explore it. You know. I, I think what I'm learning through all this, and you guys will experience this too as your kids get older, is you don't realize when you're going through it how much that stuff shapes the rest of your life and shapes sort of how you are as an adult and as a human. But these experiences are like so brand new and are bringing up things that he would have never experienced or been a part of had he not been in school, not been in the school that he's in, which is a really diverse school with a lot of different you know, kids from different backgrounds and played athletics. I think that's the other part of this is like being a part of a team like that is new for him. And it's a new experience for kids that are in, in, in that and like middle school because there's really not a great i mean certainly like playing soccer when you're a, a 10 year old is good and it's a team sport but it's different when you're in school and you're on a football team it, 
especially when you're brand new to seventh grade, like you're connecting with these kids, you're all part of this experience. You're all sort of starting from the same spot for the most part. Everybody's nervous. No one knows. And like the bonds that you build through that to me, that's why we wanted him to be part of athletics. It wasn't about, you know, is he going to be a good football player? If he is great, if he's not, that's okay too. It was like, I want you to be out there and like get to feel this stuff and get to meet people and, and learn how to interact with people that are different than you. So I, I'm starting to see that more. So now I just worry, man, I, you were talking about it earlier. I worry about everything. Like I worry about when he gets into a fight with a kid or someone makes fun of him in a way that he has not been made fun of in the past. I remember playing football. It's going to happen. And uh, like, that sucks. It sucks to have to watch your kids go through that stuff. It's part of life, but it sucks. And it's hard for a parent to watch that stuff because there's nothing you can do. So I uh, I talked a little bit, I think it was last week or the week before uh, you sports coach where Shep has become interested in basketball and I I don't want to push too hard. Like it's become my favorite thing to do is sit there and shoot the ball with him in our back driveway. And I in talking to him, he didn't really realize that we were going to take this somewhere else. Like he didn't realize that we were going to play in a league and I was going to coach him. And he's just like, Hey, I'd like to take basketball lessons or I would like to do a basketball class. And I'm like, buddy, in the winter, when the season's going, you're going to play on a team. I'll coach you. And he's really become fairly obsessed with it to where he wants to play every day. Um, And he's doing all the stuff that, you know, I'm sure every kid does, but he's like dribbling and he's like, LeBron James has the ball, LeBron James buckets. And he, I mean, he's just really, going for it you know you watch space jam so it's fresh on his mind but uh it occurred to me as he was talking about like wanting to play basketball in other places that i can't wait to take him to like a grown-ass man's pickup game situation where there is like an aggressive type setting to it where there is that like level of competition that you can't necessarily duplicate for a kid until you're like in that environment and I want to kind of be there in, in much the same way. And I know this doesn't sound like it necessarily correlates in much the same way that I would like to make an attempt to teach my kids how to consume alcohol. alcohol. If that, yeah. I mean, for a lack of a better way of putting it, uh, I'm, I'm not, I don't know how to say it, but I would Good like to, have to a try tour to, guide. Yeah, I would like to try to lend some responsibility to the situation by being there as they are introduced to it. Yeah. And I kind of think about it the same way. Into the aggressive sports setting, I'd like to be there to introduce him to that as, as he navigates Like guide him the... through that process. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I think you go play pickup basketball – and you know, my brother and I were gym rats from the time right right around we started right around the time I started playing middle school football was the time too where my mom would just take us up to the rec center and just leave us as basically like a daycare. Like Yeah, but how and, old were you when, when you did that? Like that had to be eleven teenage years. No, oh, I you think were early. When I first started it was probably eleven, twelve at the latest. Cause I became obsessed with basketball in, in about fifth grade. And from about fifth grade on, either during the summer, uh, she would take us up there all day, or sometimes after school, she'd take us up there, or we'd walk over, or I'd walk over from school, and she'd come get me, like, 7 o'clock. Yeah, see, pickup games didn't get that way for us until probably late, maybe eighth grade, but more likely early high school was when they got 
to where I would be worried about, not worried, but where, to where I would feel like it would be nice to be there to help my kid understand. Pickup games when I was in early or late elementary were like in a friend's backyard. It wasn't dudes who were trying to fight you and over defense guy. It was much more just fun. Yeah, we, didn't, yeah, have, well, we didn't have enough people. We knew everyone already. So, I mean, things got a little chippy, but it wasn't you, – you knew what to expect because you knew – you already knew each person. So some guys were soft. Some guys were in the middle. Some guys were trying to be hard because they watched white men can't jump over the weekend, you know, or whatever the case may be. So it's a different experience Ours was very much like a – you could uh, – you would see the schedule of the day. So, like, if you got there right after school, 4 o'clock, there's not that many people there. If there are people there, it's typically people your same age. Then about 5.30, people start getting off work. Grown men start getting off work. They're coming to get their workout in. They're coming to get their run in to play some pickup games. And now you've got full-blown grown men. And at 11, you can play with the teenagers who are getting out of school. At 11, and then the 35-year-olds come in to play a half-court game to get in their cardio or whatever. You're a nuisance, right? Oh, and yeah. so, like, they're they're kind of letting you play if they don't have numbers. Some of them are cool to you. Some of them still want to, you know, show you who's boss. Body you, you up in the post. Yeah, we you play with them for a few years, and they see you go from 11 to 14, and there's some respect there. And in all honesty, there's a few guys that kind of took me under their wing who that's the only way I became friends with them. And later in life, you know, found, you know, connections that – you know, they went to church with my mom or, you know, they knew my stepdad somehow. But our original introduction to them before it was a family thing was, you know, me and my brother just playing with them at the rec center and them kind of watching us grow up. And like I said, they see a 10 year old and they're like, get the hell out of here. But by the time you're 13, 14 years old, they're like, yeah, you can run with us. Yeah, pick up. I mean, that again, that's another one of those things where I didn't realize it at the time, but my God, like I learned so much from playing pickup basketball, <laughs> like how to interact with people, a different types amount. of people. It's, it's crazy. And I think it, it comes across trite sometimes when you talk about like how much sports develop you as a person, but I, and I'm seeing it firsthand. Hey buddy, speaking of basketball player. Hey, look, this guy might, this, this guy might uh, be in the protocol. Hey, no, all right. Got, I got one too. That's happy. We're a little stuffy. We got we got an email uh, earlier this week, and now now it appears we're stuffy. How do we feel? Great. We feel great. Okay. Well, that's good. Did I press this? No, don't press anything. You can just look. Hi. Hey, dude. You seem like you're doing okay. Can we can we go on about the show now? Yeah. Okay. Can you tell everybody bye? Bye. I'll see you later. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you Saturday. Saturday. Perfect. See you then, bud. I didn't. I didn't know y'all were coming over, but we'll see you well, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's already been set. Hey, before we move away from youth sports, I got to give you guys an update. In lieu of okay. this week's, in lieu of this week's, I got a buddy. Uh, we're going to move to, I got a cousin and you know, we, we didn't, I could have last week covered the, I got a cousin who didn't get vaccinated 38 Uh years old is about to get dark. I knew he died of COVID, God bless. but I'm not going to go to that. I've got a cousin. I got another cousin. Oh God. Come on. 
<laughs> Wait, so you had a 38-year-old cousin who died of COVID? Healthy yeah. guy? Didn't yeah. get vaxxed? Well, I mean, ostensibly healthy. Certainly not someone that you would say was unhealthy. I mean, I'm sure his BMI wasn't perfect, but, you know. Is, and also, Do you look like me or also, Jason? Uh, he probably at least 6'5". Uh, and a big dude, but not uh, – I wouldn't call him – I mean, I'm sure he was a little overweight BMI-wise, you know, but uh, he wasn't like uh, – dad, dad bod. He wasn't so – definite dad bod. He wasn't having to, like, shop, shop in the big and tall – store for should, but because should, of the big should, but because of the tall if that makes sense die. tobacco should problem of course kind of shouldn't tobacco? have of course yeah. shouldn't have huh what kind of what what kind of tobacco problem did he have oh i i don't know i don't know I, i've only okay. seen him Jesus. once in the last probably 15 years or so uh but his brother's a doctor well r.i.p <laughs> yeah um so uh no my other cut co- another cousin other side different side of the family my mom's side of the family <laughs> drove by that but... lives in you know if you got we can i mean what is there to talk about get the fucking shot um <laughs> sorry like oh you're, you're right, you're right. Don't, don't get disagree. him started he's already yeah, done a rant disagree. if you want to read the rant it's on twitter i'm with yeah, yeah. It, he's 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 not right. here to disagree it's sad you, i feel bad for his mom and dad and brother and his wife and the two kids and and and, oh, and everyone else and what you know, a I, moron and you know don't forget that when our our granny our great grandma died at although i guess she was technically his grandma this is one of those families that his yeah, yeah, dad yeah. and my dad were cousins, technically, even though they were close in age, you know, whatever. I remember how upset he was when he was 12 or 13 and she died at age 96 because he was like the one grandkid slash great grandkid of that generation that had like a really special sort of bond with her, you know. So I thought about all that. Uh, but you know what? He could have gotten a shot and he didn't. Um, no, my hmm. other cousin lives in Abilene and he and his son are in Pennsylvania right now playing in the Little League. Well, he's Little not. League World Series. His son is playing in the Little League World Series for the Texas team, Abilene Wiley. Keep an eye out for Cason Parrish, number 13, center field pitcher. He hits leadoff a lot. I haven't gotten to see a lot of games because they've had rainouts and stuff. And, you know, they've been in the middle of the day and whatnot. But from what I can tell, Cason is a very patient hitter, gets on base a lot. Uh, I've seen him have multi-hit games. I haven't seen him pitch yet, but I'm sure at this point they've played four games. They lost one game by one run, which put them into the loser's bracket, but they're playing the team tomorrow that put them in the loser's bracket. That team, Michigan, is now also there with them. So if they can win that game, they'll be another win away, I think, from the championship. Um, And, uh, yeah, so if you're out there channel surfing or for whatever reason, the Texas team representing in the Little League World Series – my cousin Clay, who is the same age as us, born October 1980, he himself a human dad. He's the first base coach, and they've had him mic'd up on a couple of the broadcasts. Uh, Clay Parrish? Yeah, Clay Parrish. And, uh, Shout out get to him on Clay the show. Parrish. Yeah. Get him um, on the show. Yeah, and, after, uh, afterwards, we'll talk about the experience of taking your kids to the Little League World Series, one actually, we're not likely to have. Not a bad cool. idea. And, uh, yeah, and Kaysen, so keep an eye out. They also have uh, one of – the handful of girls to ever appear in the league world series. Her name's Ella. Bruni. Oh, hell yeah. You've probably seen about her. She's dude. She's a catcher. You're going to have a girl and she's your catcher. Be and honest she, with you. Who she's been, he picked, hitting the shit out of the ball from what I've seen. I, like I said, I haven't seen a lot though. Pick a city. Who's going to send a girl to the Lily world series. You wouldn't take Adelaide, Adelaide, would you? I know. Mix. Right? No, it's awesome. I love it. I freaking love it, dude. She got a hit in the first game and was only the seventh girl in the uh, history of that tournament to uh, get a base. Well, hit. Shout out to uh, so, Kaysen. Go up there and take some big cuts, and uh, shout out to 
girl catcher from Abilene Wiley. From Abilene Wiley, yeah. So they're playing tomorrow on ESPN at 2 p.m. Texas time. Tomorrow, Thursday, August 26th, which is before this show will probably get published. So anyway, hopefully they like win. another oh. shot, dude. You got that anything else you want to say? Was, no, I just forgot. Shot. I just forgot what to put shots at me the whole damn episode. <laughs> that was a shot at Brad. <laughs> no, I like dropping Fuck. it on Fridays. I think it's smart. Uh, but keep an eye out. I hope they hopefully they can. Did you hear the reduction in his way? No, you're a real smart guy for no. Drawing. I do. You know, I, we've talked yeah, about good it. Jobs, good job, we smart str- guy. Waiting we two strat- days. <laughs> 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 I thought we strategized. I thought there was like we had reasons for it. Yeah. If you're admitting that it was just arbitrary and you fooled us, then that's on. That's you're smarter than we thought. Then yeah, uh, I, I. But yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know what the reason for it is anymore. Other I don't than remember. I can't get, get it turned around in 24 hours most of the time that's a good enough reason that alone is 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 perfect so keep your eyes on espn twitter espn2 etc it's pretty fucking exciting you guys remember being that age being 12 playing your playing your last year i'm pretty sure Kason's 12 he might be 11 i need to i'm I'm a shitty distant cousin uh although i'm not distant i still check for the little league world series and the novelty of it if i'm yeah looking around and it's on i'll stop by when i was fifth grade sixth grade sitting there and it's on tv and it would be right before school would get back in you'd be thinking that those guys were the luckiest kids in america they were still playing it was middle of august and they were still playing baseball and the rest of us finished in mid-july or late july you know whatever the case may be um his supposedly uh, his uncles were both he has some uncles that were really good college baseball players so uh Pretty cool. R.I.P. R.I.P. Your other cousin. Yeah, it's too bad, man. It's too bad, and uh, it was so easily and obviously avoidable. You know, you think he heard about it? You think he heard about the vaccine? You think he knew about it? I think he probably did. Are are there some Facebook posts that you might be able to pull that that Uh, explain why he was? No, I'm not not suggesting. No, he was not on. He wasn't really a Facebook guy. But I did see I know which, somebody, uh, which is really gross. I did see a few people t- right after it happened. Saw a few people tagging him, you know, pictures and stuff, and you know, saying the things that people say when something tragic like that happens. And then, of course, what do you think fucking happens in the comments? It turns into Facebook. You can't even be tra- real you can't even be of the f- a tragically dead thirty-eight-year-old person without having an a bunch of anti-vaxxers arguing with them each other. I was going to say it's probably people. a a strong acceptance of the facts on the ground. It wasn't, it wasn't real clear eyed view of the situation. It wasn't even, it wasn't people coming in saying should have got it or whatever. It was people, uh, people saying, well, I mean, you know, it's man-made and all this kind of just, and just, yeah, I'm, it's ridiculous. I mean, guys, uh, we're not, we're not getting into this on this episode, but you're going to have to stop giving a shit about everybody. Because they don't give a shit about themselves. You're you're giving them. Yeah, I'm, they I'm are requ- they are they are strongly requesting to be given not a fuck about. So yeah, we I'm, need to we need to identify the exit ramp real quick, real quick. Mm. That's that's my that's my COVID mm. minute. Don't make don't make music, mm. but, it's a, but it's the COVID minute. They are they are actively requesting. No, we are not getting a beat for that. Yeah, I uh, actively requesting I, to return not to sender be on that beat. A shit about, and I am ready after eighteen months be, to oblige them, man for man. It'll Sorry, be, it'll be a beat based on a Toby Keith song. Probably, <laughs> is my guess. The COVID minute. No, but but uh, 
I will say this, and I don't want to get into it a bit, but a bunch. I know we're probably getting close anyway, but um, yeah, we'll call it on this. I, man, I maybe it's just I'm more aware. Maybe it's fatigue, but I feel like I feel like I am getting closer and closer to being connected to someone who's died more so certainly than the first round. Like now it's it, simple I don't math. Know, it, it, yeah, it was just bound to happen eventually, I guess, but it's happening a lot, man. I Again, I don't know if this is just like confirmation bias or what, it, but I feel No, like... the reality of the situation is we're at, we're at where we're at in the pandemic and in the last three months, I know more people have gone to the hospital and died than at any time in previous in the pandemic. Like, and no, there's personally there, was there anything to somebody. It's a shame there wasn't anything that anyone could have done to help prevent that likelihood isn't it i know somebody they, entered the hospital today who were they back I, I, no and i told his wife today that uh or I, i've told his wife previously you need to go get vaxxed and she lives in a situation that's kind of got an old school from a different country where they got you know ancient ways and uh She's they don't view lead. good luck with yeah, that which i mean like she's going to completely follow his lead and and now it looks like that lead is headed to a very tragic place after they've both been sick for the better part of two weeks and he checked into the hospital today so God, man you know how those go i mean hopefully he's all right because uh i got a tremendous amount of care and admiration for the person he's married to but i mean I don't know what you're supposed to do other than just, you know, watch these people fall off. Well, I mean, if we're going to do that, you have to at least hope that this gets us closer to a place where it doesn't exist anymore, because if it doesn't, and this was all for nothing, and all this does is create more, potentially more dangerous strains and more vaccine resistant strains then we're truly fucked. Like we lit, like this is, See, that's the thing I don't even like discussing as a possibility. If you read about this, mutating strains aren't even that likely, and that all this shit could be erased as a possibility right. and turned into a very manageable situation if more people would just get fucking yeah. shots. Yeah, the whole, I agree. The doomsday scenarios are so unlikely. This is so imminently solvable, and that's why I'm ready to personally strangle people. It's, I mean, that's a reality situation, and if you feel like you're somehow scared or you're in between or... You you want somebody who quote unquote did the research, or you want to find bias or non biased uh, uh, news sources? Please DM me. I'll I'll show you everything that made me feel like okay, as best as we can know, this is a good situation. And now you've got hundreds of millions of people who are thriving and not in the ER. So or just go talk I don't know to your what doctor. Else to tell you. Hey, just go set up an appointment with your doctor. I know, but that's scary. And a lot of people, for the other so, 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 sad fact of the situation, a lot of people don't have a regular general practitioner doctor. Hey, I got a buddy who's a CRNA. We've talked about him before, and he is very sad to report fairly frequently that a disturbing number of professionals in his field, and that doesn't oh, just yeah, mean that's... that doesn't just mean him and his position, but actual physicians, specialists, you know, surgeons, doctors, primary care, all these people. Solid, I would say a solid close to 40% are poisoned by misinformation. Well, you, uh, know, 
you know that like 98% of all physicians have gotten the vaccine though. So there's, there is a weird, that, uh, that my, I need to see I a think, source on that number. I think there's data on that. Uh, I will find that for you, Rylan. Because my back. my anecdotal the reality too is, is talking about are, are, are the reality to too about you know doomsday situations. We need like another fifteen percent to make this shit like a yeah. strong margin. It's We're not at like sixty-two percent of adults. We need yeah. like another fifteen twenty percent of adults. This says to pull their head out. This study it's, says 96% of doctors fully vac- vaccinated against COVID-19. Well, there's just, I don't know, man. If they are, it's then... Just, so if they are, then every single person on Facebook is is either doctor shopping or lying about what their doctor told them. Because I saw some S on Facebook today. <laughs> this is why I love... I got a buddy. His name's Eric. He ran for mayor and lost. And this is why I love this guy. And it's also a window into why he lost. Late last night, he got on to... Even though he's obviously qualified. <laughs> late, late last night, he got on to Facebook and just posted. And he doesn't really make one-off Facebook posts at all. He posted, all those diet pills aren't FDA approved, are they? <laughs> just left it there. And so some dis- discussion ensued. And I... I, I said something because I, I appreciated his courage, even if it was a bit of a interesting way of going about it. And so I, I said a little something that I thought was a good way to sort of explain my philosophy on the whole deal without being too rude. And obviously, you know, it kicked off a discussion amongst a lot of different people. And I'm telling you, there's a ton of there are some people that have you can kind of see where you can see where they're coming from. Uh, but there are a ton of people that are just very, very eager to say, well, my doctor said don't get it yet. See, I, I just don't even believe those people. I've heard know. that too. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't believe you. Yeah. I mean, or maybe like week three of the vaccine coming out, maybe a doctor's like, eh, I want to wait on this. Maybe. Even, maybe. I, even I, before it came out and there was 50 yeah. million people in line to get it, even I used to say, well, hey, you know, if you want to wait a couple months, wait a couple yeah, months. Yeah, 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 exactly. 166 million and counting. Okay, we're, we're, we're good. And, and even, and guess what? Even if we're not good, Whatever bad you think might happen, I'm here for it because I'm ready well, for the I'm ready for the next bad thing. I need the bad thing that we've been dealing with for 18 months to be over. Okay, I'm done with that bad thing. It's it's time for that bad thing to be over. I'm ready to if I'm ready to worry about the unknown bad thing. Okay, I'm I'm through with this yeah. one. We've already solved it. Get with the effing program. I told some guys First today there was Corona. It's a team then sport. There was the Delta variant. You have an assignment. Then 175 million people got vaccinated and all lost their right foot. And if you're not on your assignment, you're just trying to be Jalen Smith. Don't be Jalen Smith. Stay hey, on your assignment. Do your part. I, I'm ready to worry about terrorists again, man. Yeah. That's what I'm ready to worry <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, 9-11 oh, coming up. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh guys. Guys. Although, you hear how quickly I will say, said, yeah, 9-11 coming up. <laughs> I will say... Terrorists. The only thing that can thirty-five hundred people. Corona, six hundred seventy-five thousand and counting. Oh, dude, COVID is COVID is Muhammad Atta times five hundred. It's not even close. <laughs> it gets better. He's this thread is still going. Someone posted three minutes ago some random YouTube video. This nurse said that almost all of the COVID patients have been vaccinated. And then throws an emoji in it. And he just replies to her. He just tags her with the with her first name. He's like, first name, period. Come on. I love you. 
but you profited by selling Advocare. Mm. That's a mic drop right there. Can you see why the old people didn't vote for us? But can you see why it would have been awesome? Just saying. Guys, I feel like that's probably a good spot to... Uh... Can we cut out the 9-11 thing, though? Can Problem just... is, it's the young people that voted for us that are on this thread saying about how vaccines are going to kill everybody. It's so fucking ironic. Oh, God. Yeah, well, if you get, Where do if I you live? get sick, do the Advocare and essential oils, and you'll be good. Where do I live? Everybody, everything will be good. Mm. Have you, have, oh, I, I'm sorry, we keep on going on this tangent. Have you encountered the people who got the vaccine and who are still telling you that they're you know, a little skeptical with the vaccine? <laughs> like they have the vaccine, they're good, they're not in the hospital. That's the kind of galaxy brain I can live with. At least you, at least you tried. <laughs> you guys, you know, the you at guys... least you tried memes. If they if they're willing to risk being the at least you tried meme over this, they can be on my team. It's better than the alternative. Do you guys? I I don't feel. I maybe it's just because of all that's happening. I still I feel just as nervous about COVID now as I did before the vaccine. Really? Just like I, internally, like yeah, I, I'm I'm huh. very nervous about it. But you got it already. I I know, but I'm just you and, we're uh, supermen, like, you and me. We can <laughs> we can do I, anything. I just worry, man. And I just, I like, what if I get it again? I don't want to go through that again. I know that I'm probably not going to die, but what if I'm that one guy? Like, I, it still stresses me out. Well, that's just, that's a personality thing. Yeah. Plus my kids. I'm worried about my, like, I got an email today. One of my kids was in a class with a kid who had COVID. Got the, got email, the email yet uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Got the COVID. He's got I, one well, shot. My biggest, my biggest worry is, is, is one of the kids. And, and I, the math says they're going to be okay. It's just nerve wracking. Yeah. yeah. And then secondly, I don't want to be quarantined for two weeks. And Same. then thirdly, I think, yeah, I really don't want to be effed up or die. I don't want die. to feel bad. Or I don't want anything bad to happen to Molly. Yeah. You know? That's great. Getting it, getting it really uh, allayed, although I personally, I can't, Courtney's more normal about this. She's a normal person. I recognize, I learned this about myself early, early on in this is that, I'm not capable of being worried about that, like of any kind of sickness. If you know, we, we have our funny health joke segments and it always kind of comes off that way, but like, I don't have it in me. Like I can't conjure it. I can't conjure that emotion. And I realize I'm weird. That makes me unusual. But that being said, it was kind of nice that everybody kind of got it back during the, back during the original peak, you know? So it's like, well, you know, everything is like thousands of percentage point likelihoods now so yeah okay so that, so that's i just how want we other feel, people, right i just want that's... other people to freaking get with the program no jason i think that it's it's still possible i mean you're vaccinated so i think you you got the big cover but there are multiple people that you hear the stories about because they are so i mean there's a salaciousness to it that are unvaccinated who felt like because they had it once and they got through it everything was going to be okay and this second time has pounded their ass yeah yeah i've heard that i have heard it's, that it's isn't isn't it isn't reinfection in general though just like still extremely rare statistically i think it's i think it's rare but i think the reality of the situation is that because the way things are and because i mean it's a virus this isn't going away and so we're all likely to get it one and two and three times and multiple times throughout our life going forward i think that's that's what i'm kind of prepared for i think the vaccine and treatments are only going to improve and or make it to where this is like 
baked into our social settings now. And I think a lot of the freak out about it, it will wane. But I think we've got a long, call it two to three years of different personalities learning to live with this. No, and, I'm not doing it. I'm here. I'm putting my foot down right now. No, that's what, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I think you're going to be one of the people who's like, I'm, I'm never, getting back to regular. No, I'm. I'm going back, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. And I'm I going think, back. I, I have think a we, lot of people are going to be. I don't. I don't wait, give I read a, a shit. I'll. 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 Whatever. Read, I'll take my risk. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't deal with not knowing who wants me to be around them. I can't deal with. Being afraid of standing too close to somebody to might perceive me a certain way. I can't deal with having to read three paragraphs on the tape to a door of every business I go into to understand what they do or don't expect me to do. I want to go to a sporting event and interact normally with the people that I'm there with. I want to be able to meet new people and interact normally. I want to be able to – we're not. I'm not doing it. The people that want to do that, I, I can't do it. They're, the, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm already short I typed into Google? I'm already short what I? You want to know what I typed into Google? Not too long ago. How to start uh, a moon colony? No. Uh, stepsister. <laughs> no, I. It's such. It's one of the most. We're not going to do that. It's so annoying to me. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. We should have a, not a even segment on that. I just. No, we'll have, I just we'll have a segment another. You want to know why I typed in? When does a pandemic end? And you know what the answer is? It kind Never. of. It's different every time, there's, right? There's two ways. There's the social ending of the pandemic, where life starts to kind of get back to normal and people accept that this thing is now a part of our life. And then there's where the numbers wane and we're not calling it a pandemic anymore. Yeah. We we had both right? and then we came back. No, but we the weren't there socially that, really yet. I don't think we I ever was. got there socially. Well, the pan, well, the, for the like pan, what, a month? The pan part. Yeah. The pan part means worldwide. And so, numbers wise, oh, okay. you're nowhere yeah. even close. You know? Yeah, that's fair. And I think socially, I mean, I think it's, I mean, for the pan part, I don't know if y'all have read about the uh, China created vaccine. It's not doing the best, buddy. No way. And they make up a large portion of the world, and the people they were distri- the nations they were distributing the vaccine to, make up a large portion of the world. And so, they've still got quote unquote vaccinated people who aren't doing very well. But their vaccine is not Pfizer or, Moder- or Moderna or is even Johnson that, and Johnson. Is that the one that Israel used? Because Israel was like no, 98%. Israel used Pfizer. Well, because they had a big, they were all vaccinated. They had a big spike again. They had one off outlier of a study that yeah, showed a, that there were some yeah. breakthroughs but it literally is a one-off outlier of a study yeah it's already been kind and of i don't mean to mitigate it i'm saying you could go read it yourself but when you look at there's like 19 studies and one says this okay but you wouldn't know that because it's not well, stop stop yelling at me brad i don't know that's not how know, it's presented you're right it's never brad. presented that way everything's presented yeah. to accelerate clicks which is why I have to get out of it. I am not going to make it another year. I feel like we're with really this. close to Rylan cracking. Like I'm, we're, we're no, I cracked a long time it. ago. No, I cracked a long time ago. I'm he's now get a, coming forward. Get a, no, I'm coming forward with how <laughs> how much I've cracked. I can't deal with it. He's going to get a buzz like cut and drive, drive around downtown with a what shotgun. What insult is that? He's already got a buzz yeah, cut. What more do I, how more can I, how much more can I buzz it? 
What What's that movie that? called again? Is it Breaking Down or Walking Down or wait? Uh, what? Falling Down. Yes. Uh, with uh, Michael down. Douglas. Yeah. Michael Douglas. Yes. Yeah. Walking around in a suit downtown with a shotgun. Does he Just know to get that to his movie, kids. Jason? How does he know I don't that movie? Know. I if you asked me if Do I would have really bet ten thousand. <laughs> you guys really want to know the answer to how I know that movie? I got a buddy named B Web. Oh, there it. it is. And in college, B Web. I guess I went on a rant one day and he was like, you need to see falling down. <laughs> Here it is. Got a buddy. And he brought over, he brought over falling down and we sat there and killed a six pack and watched falling down. I didn't really like it. You know, well, negative, shout out to negative, the people that had B-Web and Michael and Eric in the, I got a buddy pool. And yeah, no, I didn't have a Michael. B-Web? I don't B-Web, think. B-Web, huh? Brian, no, his B-Web, name was Brian. B-Web, Brian and Eric. Or still is. He's alive. Um, God. No, we're Thank not God. taking we're not taking this. We're not taking anything seriously. We're not. We're not. We are not doing the things from a leadership perspective that leaders have the authority and the power to do to make it end faster. We're not. I think what we'll, no I one is taking it. it seriously. I think no. we're going to see it now that we have we're FDA approval. I think it's time we're that not. you can do we it. Came I mean, out today with an executive order in our state. Well, I'm no, not, I'm talking about. I'm, dude, talking, I'm not like talking about. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm talking federal, about federal top I'm talking down. About, I'm talking about fairly companies. regulated air travel. I'm talking about mm-hmm. insurers. I'm talking about health care providers. I'm talking about uh, uh, child care providers. I'm talking about. Well, did you see? On and on and oh, on. I don't mean to. We keep droning on here. Did you see that insurance has said it's a preventable disease now? Mm-hmm. There was. I saw Delta Airlines throwing a surcharge. No, on. but do you see the insurance companies say it's a preventable disease? Do you know Good. what that means? Good. That means, means there's going to make premium, premiums right? go up. That means when you go to the hospital and you have that, they will search tooth and nail to deny coverage for your treatment of said disease. Good. 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 You know what happens then? What happens then is all the people wearing the red hats ask for government health care. And then they stop prioritizing you as a treatment candidate. Someone told me, and I don't remember who, so I can't tell you if it's credible or not, but I think someone told me that there there might be legal uh, ramifications for trying to do that. But I, again, not know, not remembering who said that, I don't know if they would have any area knowledge there or not, but I don't know that I mean, that's anything that's really been done at scale before, so we may not know the answer. Well, and you're doing it either way. You're just, yeah. you're doing it, you're not choosing one way. And the other way, you're making a conscious decision to to tr- to not treat people or to put people who have been vaccinated or were in accidents ahead of people that got COVID and were not vaccinated. All I'm it's, saying is I'm, I'm, I'm serious about solving problems. And because I'm and if people are serious about solving problems, they need to take their emphasis off of worrying about if the. 20% of rule followers in our society wear their mask between the hostess stand and the table at Chewy's, and instead, they need to focus on why the F are we not giving it to kids yet? What's the holdup? What's the timeline? Show us a graph. Show us a timeline. Show us a calendar. Give us some numbers. Give us some stats. Give us some goals and start mandating where you can. That's it. you got to start. you got to start incentivizing people by saying you can't go do a b and c that's it i think they're and, doing study on kids right now 
Okay. There, there's been a lot going on with that, but yeah, the fact that yeah. no one talks about it because we're too busy arguing with each other because we have different I, perceptions. I've checked it every day. There's a lot talking on it, and the the biggest criticism right now is that some people believe the FDA and or emergency youth emergency youth authorization emergency youth youth authorization youths. the two youths parties are listening to the critics a little too much because they want to yeah, be hundred percent sure because they're it's not serious. kids and my thought is they are trying to do this because i think they think if we really dot all the i's and cross yeah. all the t's here the yeah. skeptics will get on board and the reality of the situation is no the skeptics they'll find another reason they'll find yet another reason so I think the last thing I read shut up about, and let me out. The last thing I read about kids was that they think that they can give them a much lower dosage, and that the the dosage that we give adults is too much. And they're trying to identify how much they should be giving them, and well, they what the that's what they're doing is. throughout the studies yeah. uh, is figuring out levels. But I don't It'll know, be, guys. I, it's I, fine. Give me I a liter of it. I'll take Everything's a liter. Fine. I'll Everything's take fine. a liter. No, it's I not. don't like ending like this. Brad, need to, fix to end it. the show, tell us why you're upset about step step sibling uh, videos on the internet. What what bothered you about that? I don't even know what you're talking about. You know what? There'll be three or four people listening who will know what I'm talking about, and they're laughing right now. They're laughing, and they're enjoying. I have the show. it on good authority that when you look at the pornography, pardon me. <laughs> Sir, a Sir. good amount of the videos are labeled some sort of step familial relationship what? interacting with another step familial person in the step family. Extremely inappropriate. And they're always and getting when stuck. When you go to other portions machines. of the internet, people will refer to their boyfriend as their stepbrother god i hate this planet their girlfriend as their step sister and it's very unsavory and i don't enjoy no. it and that's about the extent of my commentary man great show today guys just um... keep it keep it keep it on the road keep it between the lines and I, it's a I nice hate, wide road with lots of lanes. You ain't got to get off in the dirt like that. I, I hate the, that we get to be here for the end of the world. Oh, no. Well, I'm dad's. Uh, <laughs> Brad, Jason, Rylan, tell your mom to listen. Tell your mom. 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 That may have been the most beaten ending to any podcast we've ever